0: Most paranormal events seem to happen at night, but no one really knows why. Maybe you can decide once you've heard these creepy stories about paranormal visitors in the night. Take the stairs. Southall, West London, United Kingdom, early 1990s. Sam retold this true story about what happened to him and his family when he was about 14 years old. He couldn't remember the reason why, but his family was spending the night at his grandmother's house. The house was full with people that night. There were his grandparents, his father, himself, his two siblings, his uncle and auntie, and his two very young cousins. After a big day with the family, everyone had gone to bed but Sam was restless and woke in the middle of the night. He thought he could hear a noise as he woke. It was as if he could hear someone walking along the landing and down the stairs. It was so clear that it was definitely someone walking around and not just floorboards creaking. He listened again. Very clear footsteps could be heard and Sam could even hear the shuffling of clothes and breathing as this person walked outside of the room. He believed that maybe it was his grandmother and that maybe she had forgotten something downstairs. Not thinking much more of it, Sam listened to the footsteps as they seemed to go down the stairs and then back up again. As the sound of footsteps walked back up the stairs, they came right to the bedroom door then stopped for a moment. Sam couldn't see anyone in or through the doorway. Then the steps seemed to turn around and go back down the stairs again. He thought that this behavior was weird and wondered what his grandmother could be doing. Several times he listened in the dead silence of the night as the steps would reach the bottom and then turn around and come back up again. He listened for a bit and starting to grow afraid, he hid in his covers. Soon his sister in the bed next to him was also awoken by the noise. They listened to the pacing together. They then plucked up the courage to approach the doorway together and look out onto the landing and down the stairs, but there was no one there that they could see. Sam could hear his uncle snoring downstairs. He could hear his father snoring from the room next door and could actually see his grandparents in their bedroom as their door was open. Creeped out, Sam and his sister crept back into bed. As soon as they were back into bed, the footsteps started again. This time the footsteps were heavier and they continued doing the same thing. Walking down the stairs, then back up, seeming to stop outside the room and then go back down. They built up the courage to look a second time. The noise stopped again. They confirmed that everyone was accounted for and asleep. And as soon as they were back in bed, the footsteps started yet again. They were so scared they lay there frozen with fear, too scared to move or even make a sound. And now that they knew everyone was asleep, they wouldn't dare get out of bed again. They were so afraid they didn't even want to wake their father in the next room. His sister eventually fell asleep, but Sam listened to these steps for a good part of the night and well into the early morning. The whole time, frozen with fear. Each time he was scared that whatever it was that was out there might actually come into the room. He said that the footsteps didn't stop completely until his grandfather got up around 6am. When Sam and his sister explained what had happened, no one knew what they were talking about and shrugged it off as the imagination of kids. But to this day, Sam and his sister have no explanation for what it was. Night Visitor Isle of Wight, United Kingdom, Circa 2004 Olivia recalled her first paranormal memory. It occurred when she was around eight or nine years old. She shared a bedroom with her younger sister at home and, for the most part, there were no issues. One night, however, Olivia's younger sister, Polly, got out of her bed and ran over to Olivia's and climbed in. Annoyed and just wanting to sleep, Olivia told her sister to get out of her bed. Polly refused and would not be swayed. Olivia complained a few times, but Polly ignored her. She thought it was odd that Polly had buried herself under the blankets and wouldn't come out. Olivia again told her to get out of her bed and go back to her own, and this time Polly refused and whispered to her that someone was standing in the room. Olivia looked up as Polly had by now pulled the covers over both of them. She saw what she thought was initially their father standing in the room. Olivia ducked back under the covers. She told Polly that she needed to get out of her bed and that it was just their father. Polly shook her head and refused. She still would not get out from under the blankets. Frustrated, Olivia looked up again and took a closer look. The figure that stood at the foot of the bed was quite tall and their father was not a very tall man at all. Once she realized that the figure standing at the foot of the bed, standing there silently and watching them, was not her father, the feeling in the room got quite heavy. Olivia now, with eyes starting to water in fear, stared straight at the figure. After a few minutes, whatever it was that was standing there watching them faded away. Screams. Edensa Park, New South Wales, Australia, late 1990s. Terry and Jake were in the same circle of good friends, and there were about seven of them that would often hang out together. Her and Jake were quite close and considered each other best friends. Terry recalls that Jake was down-to-earth and always well-mannered, but that he liked to party and this often caused issues with girlfriends that he would meet. They had known each other for some years now, but as they grew older, work commitments ensured that they couldn't catch up as often. One day, Terry received a call that her best friend Jake had passed away. She was devastated and wondered what could have happened to him as he was only 20 years old. She would later be told that when the autopsy was conducted that heroin was found in his system, however the actual cause of death appeared to be that he had been beaten to death. She found consolation in mutual friends and family, but she did miss her friend. Suddenly one night, not long after his passing, she awoke from her sleep to hear horrible screaming. It was a man screaming, and at first she thought that maybe something was happening outside her window. But then she realised that the screaming seemed to be coming from the roof of her room somewhere. Or as she put it, from the fan in the ceiling. Take note that she lived in a single story house with her parents, so there was no one in a room above her. She curled up terrified in her bed as she almost immediately recognised the voice of her friend Jake. The voice screamed and cried out for help. Terry, scared and traumatised, got understandably upset and cried herself to sleep. On waking, the voice was gone and never returned again. If you'd like to submit your own Chilling True Tale so that your story might be featured in one of these episodes, contact me on Paranormal.com. At gmail.com. Email details are in the description. Thanks again for joining me, until next time.